Today on episode 435 of I Am Salt Lake Podcast, we're going to do something a little bit different again. On this episode, I'm going to get interviewed by Chrissy. <laughs> Last week, I had such a great time putting the spotlight on Chrissy, interviewing her, finding out more of her story. So I figured, why not have Chrissy interview me? You know, a little bit of payback. You bet. Hey, you guys are going to learn all kinds of stuff about me in this conversation. Like why I eat an all-meat diet and why I love being a dad. We got more of that, though. Before we get into that conversation, I feel like we should introduce ourselves. Uh, we're the hosts of the show. My name's Chris Hollifield. And my name's Chrissy Hollifield. And if this is your first time listening to this podcast, you might be wondering what it's all about. Well, this podcast is all about showcasing awesome people here in Salt Lake City, Utah. We get to talk to business owners, comedians, authors, tattoo artists, podcasters, you know, really anyone that might have a cool story to share. Hey, and we're truly lucky for our sponsors and supporters of this podcast. We couldn't do it without them. So many great local businesses have our back, like Woodland Advisors, Modified Piercing, Hugo Coffee, so many to name. Just head on over to supportsaltlake.com. Check out the complete list. Support these businesses because when you support them, you're supporting this podcast. All right, let's get into that conversation that Chrissy had with myself, me, Chris Hollifield, uh, when she took control of the microphone uh, to interview me for a little while. This one was a lot of fun to record. Enjoy it, and thank you for listening. Christopher Hollifield, welcome to the podcast. Is it weird to have... <laughs> complete control of the podcast is it's on this episode so weird i will be perfectly honest it's uncomfortable why for me hey we're just sitting in our house i know we have headphones on with microphones in front of our face chrissy just it's true you're talking to your husband i know it's true but for some reason i feel like oh i'm i'm, I'm waiting for you to start the conversation you, but i somehow have to do that now do you think there's listeners that don't realize we're married i doubt it you think everybody knows we're married I think so. That uh, they have to. Well, then, and that was. What if they thought we were brother and sister? That would get weird. Well, Chrissy, Chrissy. <laughs> no, well, then that was actually another reason. So last week I interviewed you. Mm -hmm. This week you're interviewing me, and it worked out perfect because May twentieth was our wedding anniversary. So I thought it was kind of special and important, like right. you and I on a little bit of a spotlight here. Plus, it worked out perfect with everything going on with the uh, coronavirus. Our podcast studio in our home is so tiny that I was like, at first I was all excited. Oh, we can do in-person interviews again. But then I started looking and I'm like, you know, this would, this could be really weird and awkward. Well, yeah. I mean, we were looking at like, you can't you can't do it with masks on. Well, yeah, you can't you know? podcast with a mask. And I'm a spitter. I, I, yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I know it's embarrassing to admit it. You know what? It, we all are. But- Here's the thing, right? People poke at the mask, right? And, mm -hmm. and whatever whatever your feelings are, I mean, they, they're going to stop the spit from coming out of my mouth, right? So anyway, our podcast studio, I, I've thought about getting this like plastic divider between the guest and Like the and ones us. you see at the grocery stores yeah, and stuff? Yeah, but that could be kind of weird. So I don't know how we're going to do it. But that's why I figured, let's do these episodes this way, right? And so- I'm over here, man. Hey, baby, yeah, I'm all we're taking, yours. We're taking this opportunity to branch out amongst just, ourselves. Just breathe, relax, <laughs> and know that uh, we're going to have a good time tonight. No matter what happens. So, Chris, master of podcastings, knower of things of Salt Lake, what did your childhood smell like? You know, I was prepared for this question because uh, I enjoy asking it to people that come on the podcast. As a lot of listeners know, I started integrating it yeah, a few hundred episodes ago. I heard it on another podcast and I thought, that, that's cool. That's that's fun. 
Uh, my childhood, I would say it smelled like between a mixture of like the beach, the ocean and farm animals, right? Uh, interesting. So when you get dirty with the farm animals, you can go jump in the ocean. K- kind of. Yeah, right, right like, on, right on. Definitely as a child, it didn't seem weird, right? Like that was normal to me. Just tons of animals. I mean, we had cats, dogs, chickens, rats, snakes, oh, man. geese, ducks, goats, chickens. I probably already said those things. That just sounds awful to clean up after. But yet we lived in like just a normal housing tract. Mm-hmm. We lived, you know, five, eight minutes away from the beach. We, I mean, Ventura is, it's, it's a city, but yeah, yet my but mom feel like a city. always wanted to live on a, well, my mom grew up on a farm. Right. And yeah, so yeah. she always re- reenacted that with us. And, and, and it was always one of those things. My older brother, Rob, he was the animal lover, right? He was always dragging rats and hamsters and you know, lizards and snakes. And How did your mom feel about that when he started bringing in like snakes? Those I, are not farm hey, animals. You know, she said, from what I can remember, uh-huh. it was like, hey, that's Rob's thing. That's his, He keeps him in his bedroom. And it was, you know, but it did was, one of them ever escape? I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, I have so I'm many sure, questions. I'm sure. So, well, okay. that was, that was another funny thing. So we, yeah. we grew up Mormon, right? We grew up mm-hmm. LDS. Uh, fun fact. A lot of people don't know that about me. Anyway, I remember one Sunday, you know, the, the, the scripture cases, those leather scripture cases with the little handle. Oh yeah. He took a tarantula. He took the scriptures out of it and took the tarantula at a church in it. In a jar or you know, just the in tarantula? the case, in, in that scripture case. Yeah. But like, did, did he have it in something inside no, the scripture case? I think case? he just put it right in the scripture case. And so he would open it up and, oh and, my and God. at church and, and that was, no, but, that's so terrible. Oh my gosh. No, but you know, that was my childhood. And that's what I knew and it made it fun and it made it interesting. Now, looking back at it, now I'm, now that I'm 42 years old and I look back at it and I'm like, I had a weird childhood. But you know what? Didn't we really all? Well, I listened to your childhood and I'm like, oh, she's crazy. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't think it's crazy. I just, it's weird right. because like, I know your parents now, for example, right? Mm-hmm. Like it makes I, sense I, now. You're older. Well, no, not even that. Like you will talk about how you lived on a bus and all this and that and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow, your parents seem pretty like, they just don't seem like they live on a bus. <laughs> but okay, yeah, yeah, we're no, not yeah. here to talk about you. This is my time, Chrissy. Uh, oh, sorry. I was. T- I apologize. <sighs> I will stop talking about myself. It you, will never happen again. You had it last week. You had the, you had the, you <laughs> hey, got to sit in the gotta throne. You got to give a girl, you know, A no, for effort. I'm, I'm excited about this. A lot of people, you know, I'm, this podcast has been really, really interesting for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been so many uh, reinventions of it, I almost feel like. And it's nice every so often for you and I, I think, to check in with our listeners and kind of even give updates about ourselves. And I've always wanted to do more of that with this podcast of just you and I. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm excited for this. Anyways, yeah, I what's, mean, we, we what, may what, not have ever really done it if we hadn't been forced into the opportunity to always be here together. <laughs> <laughs> what do you What do you got for me then? All right. I want to talk to you about mornings because I hate them. They're the worst. I usually wake up like four hours after you Mm -hmm. and you've been up and gone on a walk and you're just really happy. Tell me how you do that. Well, this was actually one of my ideas to talk about on this podcast because this has become uh, a really important thing in my life, my morning time. 
with everything going on, with uh, people's lives being shooken up, with people, you know, our routines change, right? Things change and we don't realize that so much of our life is dependent upon that routine. And when that routine gets a little thrown out of whack, a lot of times there's chemicals in our brain and there's like little transmitters that kind of fire off the wrong way and you could throw your complete day off, right? Oh, yeah. And so as I kind of, I I don't know when this really happened. I know, uh, you know, getting into podcasts, I obviously wanted to, you know, okay, let's learn things more. So, and then when... I started eating keto and deciding to go to the gym. I realized quickly that I needed to create a morning routine. So that was your, that was a long answer into why I have a morning routine. Mm-hmm. I have noticed lately that, especially, well, I mean, I've noticed for a while, but I'm really trying to figure out how to always have the best day, even though that's not always possible. We can try, right? But- even on days like the weekends, mm-hmm. your first instincts to like want to sleep in, but it's like, I got to get up and do my morning routine. So anyway, my morning routine, I'd love to share it with everybody. I'd love to share it with the listeners. I would like to share like pre-COVID, my pre-COVID morning routine, because oh, I have a completely yeah. different morning routine. And that's one thing that I think a lot of times you need to be flexible with your morning routine because you might be dealing with different things in life. Right. Right. So like right now, my life, I would say is I'm a little more anxious, Mm -hmm. right? Like I'm a little more jumpy. I'm a little more just anxious, right? A little more, you know, that's fair. I think a lot of people are with, with everything going on. So I quickly, I, I, I was realizing that and I was realizing, Hey, this could, I could get out of control and it's nice now because I don't feel quite as bad. I feel like I've kind of pulled things in. Anyway, I spent a long time in the morning, um, trying to re get my brain off. Right. I was noticing the mornings that I would jump right on the internet, right on Facebook and just start getting stimulated with all this stuff. Like negativity. Yeah. Negativity. Exactly. Like if I knew that my feed was just positivity, 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 I'd probably jump on it. Right. Right. Totally. First thing in the morning, because that's great. You want to be fed all that stuff. So I stay off of Facebook. Mm-hmm. I usually will pull up, like I, I save a list of all these like motivational YouTube videos. And, and I know there's people groaning like, oh, those cheesy YouTube videos, right? But hear me out on this, right? Nobody has to know you're listening to them, right? Like, right. and they're actually kind of fun. They're actually kind of fun because I don't know about you, but like you throw something like Eye of the Tiger on the radio or something like, or on your, you know, your car stereo, you like you get excited, Right. When, yeah. when it's invigorating music and, 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 and just beats and boom, 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 you're going to get you. And so then you're listening to this, these voices, whoever it is, you know, usually it's these motivational speakers or something. Our yeah. bodies react to that yeah. very strongly. And again, they're stupid ones, but I, I find but who cares if they uh, make you feel better. And so what I'll, I'll usually just kind of come in, in the podcast studio here, our office, mm-hmm. close my eyes, usually even try to turn the don't turn any of the lights on and just listen to this. This is while I'm waking up because you know how it is even too. Like you just want to lay in bed for a little while while you're waking your brain up. Right. 
And see, I'm not drinking coffee anymore either. That's I, know, ano- I don't know how you're that's doing That's another that. thing that we're definitely going to really, talk about that in a minute. Really kind of changed my morning routine because coffee was such a big part of my morning routine. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was that was how the day started every morning. Which, again, think about that. All that caffeine, all that jolt. Anyway, so about 30 minutes of motivational stuff. And then depending. Well, then I also I have like a gratitude journal. And I don't know if I'm doing any of this right. This is all just stuff I've I've listened to podcasts and listened to YouTube videos and read stuff. But it's cool that you're testing them out to see if they work for you. But I so I keep this journal and I just write things I'm thankful for. And I know it, at first I thought, you know, this is, again, cheesy. This is stupid. But I'll tell you, it works. There's something to that, especially with everything that's going on right now with the oh, in the world, man. right? Yeah. You you get up in the morning and you think of three to five things. Spend less than a minute of thinking of a few things that you're thankful or grateful for. There's some days I'm just like, hey, you know what? I'm thankful for a blanket yeah. that keeps me warm. Which is so good. I mean, that's that's why there's a saying: you got up on the wrong side of the bed. Exactly. It's really how you start your day. And, you know, maybe a little self-talk in the mirror, if I can remember, you know, we learned that from, uh, what's her name? And that was on the podcast. Oh, oh gosh. yeah. There's been so many great people on the podcast, but so then, but then, so this is another thing before pre-COVID, see, I'd get up and go to the gym mm-hmm. every day. I was going to the gym, but then obviously gyms closed and, uh, it's, it was hard because we don't have a workout set at home. Right. We don't have a gym at home. And I was, I, I didn't want to lose. I I wanted to keep working out, but I also knew that I could handle, I knew that a little bit of a break would be good too, because I knew I needed to create a routine, but I was working on healing my gut, which I'd like to get into if, if we have that opportunity. So I was like, well, my body can handle a little bit of a break. I didn't expect, I mean, obviously in March, we had no idea yeah. how long we would be shut down for. So right. I w- so I was like, oh, I can you know stay away from the gym for a little while. So I, but see, my next problem is. No coffee, no exercise. Yeah, no coffee, no exercise, yeah. right? Gone. So okay. completely eliminated out of my life. I stopped drinking coffee in like February. This was, I didn't even know the COVID stuff. So anyway, I have a hard time being outside because I have insane histamine intolerance, which I don't think I've really ever talked about on the podcast either. Yeah. Well, it took us a a while to figure it out. A long time to figure it out. And so I enjoy running, but then my knees, as I'm older, my knees kind of hurt if I run. So I've basically really every day that we've been kind of doing this social distancing thing, staying home. I go on a brisk walk in the morning, which I think is awesome. But in I go, it's about a forty-five minute walk. This little loop that I do, and I try to walk through different streets in the neighborhoods too, so I can get different surroundings and and see different things. So I'm not completely. And uh, I feel like you're always coming back with really interesting information about the neighborhoods. You know, well, there's such interesting things that I find. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of our neighbors, and we have such beautiful houses in our I neighborhood. Know. We live in a cool area. Uh, so that's, and then I come back and in, in, in the morning, and I actually was listening to like regular podcasts, but I found that I needed to even ditch the regular podcast and just listen to, again, some positive stuff. Uh, There's a podcast. I want to pull it up here. There's a podcast that if anybody's interested, it's just the quote of the day, daily motivational talks. It's free. 
They're about 10-minute motivational talks from uh, – <clears throat> man, I got a little tickle in my throat here. Maybe I got the COVID. <laughs> Stay away from uh, me. From like Wayne Dyer and G- Jim Quick and, and Steve Harvey. Just some of the good stuff. So so every day a new, new little motivational speech comes in my podcast player and I listen to it. And I'll tell you what. Just give up a little bit of your morning to get your brain straight. And then you got the rest of the day yeah. to feel great instead of feeling like you're always fighting off demons. And the thing is, is, is I already feel like all this stuff is paying off. Right? Oh, for sure. And yeah. I'm excited to keep doing it. Affirmations are a big thing. And, and, and I've known a lot of this stuff for a long time, but, and I, I come and go off the wagon. I'm not you know, perfect it, either. It's tough to create that habit and remember to implement positive thinking because most of us have negative voices in our head. And then when the anxiety increases because of what's happening, I think, you know, those voices get louder. So, well, and, and at, at the beginning of all this coronavirus, I was kind of, on the internet a lot. Oh, I was yeah. I was on all the news sites. Well, because I wanted to learn about it too. Right. That was the thing too. Nobody knew what this COVID nineteen was. It, it hit fast and it hit hard. And so know? I was downloading the podcasts, and so I was listening to the podcasts. Mm-hmm. I was reading the articles, and it was making me anxious. Right. And uh, was, and anxiety and histamines are tied together oh, too. We found out, man. so it was making you feel physically worse. Yeah. Too. So I have this histamine intolerance, which I actually found out that only like three percent of like people have this, which is crazy. You right? are the three percent. Good job. Uh, but it's it's very common in women over forty. So I don't know if that. <laughs> says anything like like 40 percent of women over 40 have it. like that's how wild hey maybe we'll share that one day then so anyway i i constantly just feel like i'm itching because mm-hmm. i like if i walk near grass sometimes like just on the sidewalk i'll start itching yeah and it's gotten really bad over the last couple of years and i've linked a lot of these things to my gut health Right. Realizing that my gut health is completely out of whack. It's completely. It well, just, you, it needs seven a, years as a vegan. Kind seven of seven years as a vegan. And then all the processed food I ate yeah. and all the, you know, the, all the sodas. And, and I was a heavy smoker, mm-hmm. heavy drinker. I mean, what, 40 years of that will kind of and start to hurt a little. Exactly. And, yeah. the, and, and so the problem is, is I don't know exactly when and where all of this happened. But um, I believe I have what's called leaky gut. I have every symptom of it, every deal of it. Uh, Google it, leaky gut. We don't need to really get into it. But basically, food particles and stuff slip out of your intestines inside of it. I don't really understand. And absorb into your body. Yeah, and then it creates all these histamine problems. and, And I get these sinus infections. And it's just horrible. It's a bummer, you would say. And I finally got to a point, Chrissy, where I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I was, I, I felt sick after every time I was eating, I was buckling over in pain. My, 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 my GI tract, right? Like I'm like, maybe I got IBS, maybe I got Crohn's, maybe I got something like I didn't know I'd either have, I'd be on the toilet a lot or not at all. You know, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know how gross we want to get here. But you, you know? didn't have like consistent but yeah, things right? happening, like, so you didn't know what to do. And then another bizarre thing is I'd always feel so dehydrated and thirsty, right? Just so dehydrated and thirsty. And it's like, I know we live in a desert, but just, mm-hmm. just horrible, horrible dry mouth and horrible, horrible thirst. And then 
Well, actually, a lot of it started. You, we did an allergy type test. Well, well, I went to an allergy doctor here here in Salt Lake City, and he said you're full of crap, basically. Like he said, you have no allergies. You have no allergies to anything that any of the skin tests that they did, which is not fully comprehensive. I'm like, then why every time I go outside, I'm just like an itchy mess. Well, so yeah, so this whole story started on um, why I didn't want to run and walk. So I go on a walk for 45 minutes, but so I discovered. (laughs) This is how I am, Chrissy. I'm jumping all over the place. So I discovered. I'm following it. I discovered I had all these these gut problems, histamine problems, and digestive issues, and. We took this allergy test, and I'm discovering I have an, an, uh, a sensitivity to eggs, which yeah, I was like eating a, a lot of eggs. And so, what you. Oh, yeah, I was saying we did a, the hair sample um, food and allergy sensitivity test to like everything. Yeah. In the environment, food, whatever. And I think so. it did tell that like grasses and molds yeah, and yeah, there deer was, there and were certain, foxes. I want to say stuff. brands, but not brands, forms. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so. As research and everything goes on, I am, um, I'm just kind of rambling here. Hopefully this no, is this okay. No, this is fantastic. I'm listening to an episode of uh, Joe Rogan with Jordan Peterson, which uh, I know I've shared this and talked about this a lot. And he was talking about this all meat diet that he was doing. And this is after you have been keto for how long? A couple of years. Okay. Maybe a year and a half. Maybe, okay. Maybe. And I was good with keto, Strict, right? I, I've always, I've always was good with keto. Amazing. Uh, and so... It it seemed it seemed insane to me. I'm like, nobody can just eat meat and be okay. But yeah, I said, it, you you assume you're going to be like never able to poop. Well, that, that's or not like, even the first thing that comes to mind. But oh, it's just like it's just like that just doesn't seem right. But but yeah. in, in my head, it made sense. Mm-hmm. Like in my head, I'm like, wow. I'm like, he's like talking. He, facts. He, made he, sense. He's talking about how his anxiety disappeared. And, and how all these, these health issues that are disappearing. And I know that your gut controls most of your body, right? right? Like if your gut's not in line, then the rest of your yeah. body's not. So at some point I kept hearing about this carnivore diet, carnivore diet, carnivore diet. And I'm just like, man, that just seems crazy. But I said, but it, it, it makes sense to me, right? Like the whole idea of an elimination diet and then reintroducing foods to, um, See if you're allergic to any of them, right? To see, like, let's just start at ground zero, basically. Yeah, like, exactly. let's just reset, hit the reset, reset button. Right? All right, it's that time of the podcast where we take just a minute, tell you about one of our awesome sponsors. Hey, remember, when you support our sponsors, you are supporting this podcast. Hey, are you thinking of moving to Salt Lake City? Are you looking at finally getting out of the rent game and finally buying a house of your own? Well, you need to contact our good friend Monique at Market Source Real Estate. The cool thing is, is she actually helped us find the home that we're recording this podcast in right now. And for almost 20 years, Market Source Real Estate has been specializing in helping people just like you and me buy and sell homes in Sugar House as well as the greater Salt Lake area. Market Source Real Estate has a background in flipping houses and they've even owned almost 20 homes themselves. So they know all the ins and all the outs of older homes if older homes are your thing. And if you're looking to sell your home, Market Source Real Estate specializes in helping sellers update or repair their homes to increase their value and make sellers more money. All right, I am Salt Lake Podcast listeners. If you're looking to move to Salt Lake City, maybe your job is bringing you here. 
or if you're just looking to move across town, right? Contact Monique at Market Source Real Estate. You can find her info on the website, thinksaltlakecity.com, or just give her a call, 801-810-6773. And many thanks to Market Source Real Estate for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, you got me a carnivore book. You got me like the carnivore code or I don't know. It's over there. It, it doesn't matter. Um, and I read it and in February, I just pulled the, the trigger. I said, I got to do this carnivore diet. I got to figure out what was wrong with you. Well, me. and while you were researching, you were basically doing the carnivore diet. I still had cheese, though. But, I was still eating dairy. Yeah, you still had a little bit of dairy. And I was drinking and coffee. coffee. Yeah. And that was actually an interesting thing, too, because I didn't know if I wanted to get rid of caffeine. But the problem... That's tough. Well, the problem is I like black coffee, but I don't really like it, right? And since I was getting rid of dairy, I was like, well, I can't put any cream in this coffee. Mm-hmm. And then I got to thinking, I was like, you know what? I said, I'm really trying to get my anxiety under control and I'm really trying to just get all these health things. And at, again, at the time I was like, I really want to see if this elimination diet works. And I'm like, I really just want to eliminate everything. Yeah. And so I'm like, screw you it. You were I, fed up, man. Yeah. I'm like, screw it. I can get rid of coffee. It was hard, but it was one of those things where I knew that I should do it at least again for a little while. And and I'm grateful that I did it at this point, right? Like, oh yeah, I'm still doing that. Yeah, it's what May. We're recording this on May, end of May, into May, yeah. May, May is a 2020. And I'm still eating that way because I'm still. I got some gut issues that I'm dealing with, and I don't know. I don't really want to get super super gross and and uh, whatnot. But I'm trying to rebuild a lot of my stomach acids in my gut, and so I'm still trying to do this elimination diet and re-add some stomach acids and stuff to my- Yeah. See, and this is all wonderful things that a lot of our podcast listeners don't know about it's me, Chris. true. And I, you know, when you started- I called started, you Chris. I called hey, you. that's okay. My family calls me Chris, too. It gets real confusing at get-togethers. But when, when you started the diet, I was kind of like- What did you think? Let's see how this goes. I was like- Maybe he'll do it for two weeks. Two weeks would be impressive. You didn't I, think I would last longer no, than two weeks? No, I wouldn't last like well, five hours. Let's, I mean, let's really paint a picture here for people to really understand mm-hmm. what I do. Because people, there's people that have reached out to me and they're like, well, give me a meal idea, right? Like, And I'm like, there's no meal idea. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, basic. Well, see, and that was another thing too. When I first started, I was going to eat some pork, but then I found out yeah. pork was high in histamines. So oh, I'm like, right. I'm like, I have to cut out pork. So I inherited so, all your ground sausage. So you, Thank you. All my ground sausage. I don't eat no bacon, nothing. Right. So, but, but here's the problem. I get my energy from fat, right? Because I'm zero carb. I'm getting no sugars. And so I need to make sure my fats are really high. Right. So what's high in fat is beef, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I've discovered that ground beef is great. The price is great. And I'll tell you what, at first I couldn't just eat it. Like I just, I just fry it up in a pan and just eat it. I don't even drain the oil. And I I literally remember when you did it, you mixed it with sausage and you still were like, this is awful. No, it it was, (laughs) it was bad. And now you've, you really have adapted. And so that's, so I just brown some sausage or brown some ground beef. And then I also have, uh, you know, I'll eat some uh, ribeye once in a while. You know, I know they can get Mm -hmm. a little spendy. So I. 
Some of the people that eat ribeyes for every meal, though. I'm can just you like, imagine? Mm. But, you oh know, ribeyes, I don't feel like I can eat a nice plate of ground beef and feel a lot fuller from than with a ribeye. But anyway, uh, chuck roast. So, and I'll just put that in the Instapot. Oh, That's what I eat. I love chuck roast. So. And then lately, I've been doing a lot of intermittent fasting. And that, honestly, I never was a faster. I never, I mean, I would have to eat every two hours. I thought I was hypoglycemic. Well, you used to talk about that with me. Like, you're like, I really want to get into fasting, but I just can't. Well, I've heard you fasting. Know, not just can't, but like. Is so beneficial. Right. And I never really knew how beneficial it is was. Mm-hmm. And because I knew, I, I just felt like I could never do it because I'd get really bad headaches and lightheaded and I'd be an, a, a jerk. and Right. And maybe you are hypoglycemic. And so, but then I started as. I started doing it and realizing that I didn't, I was okay with missing meals. I started researching intermittent fasting and realizing how good it is for healing your gut, mm-hmm. giving your gut a, a break. So I've been doing a lot of, uh, I've actually, my eating window was between like nine and three. And now my eating window is about nine and one. That is, that blows my mind. <laughs> Cause like, I know whenever I start getting snacks or like mm. kind of getting ready for dinner, you know, you'll come in and be like, oh, I'm done eating for the day. And I'm just like, for real, I'm going to have like 10 brownies tonight. Well, one of my favorite things about eating this way, and honestly, mm-hmm. it is awesome, is I crave zero food. I know that sounds very, I mean, I get hungry. Well, not that I don't crave food. I don't crave sugar. I mean, we need sustenance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't crave sugar. Like I don't go right. out there and I see you guys eating a bowl of cereal or mm-hmm. eating a brownie and I don't want it. I'm fine. Yeah, And I don't know if I associate that food with pain, like stomach pain. And maybe that is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that it's the way it's a I Pavlov eat. dog's reaction. Yeah, exactly. So maybe, yeah. I, maybe now that I'm talking out loud about it, maybe that's the problem. That's so, that actually makes a lot of sense. It's, it's always interesting when you talk about things and you talk things out and you're like, wow, okay, that makes sense. So. It's almost like therapy. Yeah. I know. Sometimes I talk a lot about stuff just to like figure it out myself, especially in work meetings. It gets weird. But anyway, this isn't about me, like we said, <laughs> but I'm really glad you're feeling better. Like, it's been really cool to watch your process. I, I feel like I'm in I've attempted to kind of join in, you mm. know, off and on, and I'm quite terrible at all of that. I'll keep trying. I'll keep trying to get better, but I will always support <laughs> you. And I think it's been really, really cool what you've done. I haven't always been perfect, though. You know, I, I don't, no I don't is. just always set my mind to something and do it. I know you uh, say that. Yes, you do. Lately, I, <laughs> lately I've been better at it. I guess I know I've known you lately yeah. comparatively to the rest of your life. True. All right. Well, now that you feel better, I want to know if that's helped you while being a dad. To feel better? Yeah. Well, I mean, has this whole process like increased your energy or, you know, the way you feel when you're dealing with a toddler well i'm sure because holy cow i'm sure i mean that's lucy our baby is virtually how all of this started she's she's like what's the cartoon character that spins around in a tornado oh uh, tasmanian uh, devil tasmanian, she's a tasmanian devil this episode of the podcast is brought to you by the salt lake city dreadlock shop the salt lake city dreadlock shop's mission is to make utah cool one dreadlock at a time while offering a clean, affordable, and professional experience filled with love and understanding, which I can personally vouch for because earlier this year, I went to Salt Lake City Dreadlock Shop to get my dreadlocks, and I have loved them. Salt Lake City Dreadlock Shop offers clean dreadlock knotting service. Clean dreads are a crochet method. It's natural, no wax or gross internet neglect dread dreadlocks. 
If you want to learn more or get a quote from them, you can get a free consultation or get in touch. Just text them a picture of your hair, 801-824-8298, include what you're looking for, include your name, and wait for a response, and they will get back to you as soon as they can. They're happy to answer any questions, and they are always so helpful and so kind. I can't, I cannot tell you enough how much you should go to them. So once again, just text them, 801-824-8298, and thank you Salt Lake City Dreadlock Shop for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. So I realized, okay, I'm an older, I was older, an older dad. I was almost 40 when she was born. I was overweight. I was out of shape. I mean, I was a heavy smoker. I used to smoke two to three packs of cigarettes a day. Yeah. You know, and I used to drink six to eight mountain diet mountain dews a day. You know, I was, uh, I was, a you jump- tested your limits. Yeah. And so I was a little out of shape and out of weight. You know, I, I never was into physical fitness. Mm-hmm. You know, it's too cool for that. So <laughs> I get that though. I was like, you know what? I got to, uh, I got to get in shape here. Cause I mean, I was, I was puffing and puffing trying to tie my shoes. So I'm like, if I'm going to be chasing this baby around. And so that's when I decided to start. I was paying, Full circle. I was Full paying circle. for a 24 hour fitness gym membership, but I wasn't using it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, now I have a lot more energy. Yeah. Now, I, now I have a lot more. I feel better. You and regret I, nothing. And I'm grateful for it. I, I regret not lifting weights over the last three months. Yeah. And that that's just kind of tough. Yeah, I guess we could find stuff around the house and like bench. And I'm just not. Chairs. I just don't know if I'm ready for the gym yet to go to the gym. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't I, know. The gyms just seem kind of. It's a little nerve wracking. It's a very tight space, you know, with here, a lot of people and a lot of body stuff. A gym was great for me to get get my my motivation going, mm-hmm. but I just need to figure out other things to even do more around here, like get a pull up bar and and uh, stuff like that. Because I think there's a handful of stuff I can keep doing, and I, and I haven't gained any weight during all of this quarantine. Yeah, I've been I've that been makes kind of one of us. I've been kind of uh, just watching. I've been just staying. Right, I know right it's where, it's amazing, right but you're very consistent about. Everything, like how you eat, getting your exercise. But see, that that helps me be a good dad because it helps me be patient. And that's one thing I really had to learn with becoming a a dad and a stepdad. And I still suck at it, Chrissy. Dude, I still suck at it. And I'm on number four. We're always, we will always suck. But. It's okay. You know, being a dude that lives downtown in a one bedroom apartment. And if I wanted to walk over to a bar, I could walk over to a bar. And now I live in the suburbs. Yeah. You know, well, in, a, in a house. like that for 40 years. And then all of a sudden you're in the suburbs with four kids. Yeah, it's it's different. I mean, yeah. I grew up with my nieces and nephews, but it's different. It's different when you're trying to even impress the girl that you're with, right? Like you mm-hmm. want to be a cool dude and you don't know how. And it's hard. And I guess, you know, you need to remember that. The other people on the other side don't know how to be stepkids either, I guess. Oh, man, that's the truth. Nobody knows how, you know, it's a new experience and it's always a challenge, but it's worth it, you know? Well, being a dad has been one of the most rewarding things that I've done. And, and I know that's a cheesy thing to say because you hear people say that all the time. Oh, being a dad is the most, but it, but it truly is. To watch Lucy grow up, what is mm-hmm. she, two and a half? I mean, she's almost she's three. almost three. Yeah, she'll be three mm-hmm. in September. Yep. And mm-hmm. watching her grow up, and it's just been amazing. And and to have the ability to be able to stay at home with her 
during, you know, obviously everything with, with the coronavirus, but even pre coronavirus, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm grateful for you for that. You know, I, 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 for you making that possible. I'm grateful you're willing to stay because we're only having one. Yeah. So, and I already did my time. Yeah. So (laughs) it's, it's been fun though to be a dad. So thank you. No, thank you. She's adorable and you do such a good job with her. So you recently started a podcast, another podcast, Utah in the Weeds. How are you liking it? And if no one's heard of it, what is the basis of it? So Utah in the Weeds uh, is a podcast. Right now, I say it's about it's interviews and conversations with medical cannabis patients and people involved in the industry and just conversations uh, with my co-host and myself, which my co-host is, he's uh, Tim Pickett. He's a QMP from Salt Lake City here. We had him on episode 420 of I Am Salt Lake. And before all of this happened, I mm-hmm. always would talk to you about wanting to do another podcast, right? Oh, yeah. And we always brainstorm. I was always like, I want to do another podcast. And then I'd be like, well, why don't you just do it with me? And then we both realized maybe it'd be good for me to do it with somebody else. Yeah. And what's really hard too, especially being older, right? Like I'm an older dude. I'm 42 years old. And it's like, how do you be social with other dudes, right? Like, how do you be social and not go to a bar, right? Like, as an older dude, it's hard. How do you find and friends? so I was like, well, maybe if I start a podcast, you know, one night a week, you can hang out with a dude or, you know, or a gal, I guess, if you had a co-host gal. But I, I never knew, even though I've been podcasting for so long, I never knew how to find a co-host. So anyway, Tim, it's, a, it's hard. Tim Pickett was on episode 420, uh-huh. which... I didn't know him from anybody. I mean, I just saw him on Instagram. I'm like, this guy looks great. Let's bring him on I Am Salt Lake. So anyways, I'm like, I had such a great time with you, Tim, on on I Am Salt Lake. You have such a good microphone presence. I'm like, would you like to do a a cannabis podcast with me? Yeah. Because up until then, I mean, I probably have done a handful of cannabis-related podcasts that we released on I Am Salt Lake. But I wanted to keep doing more. But I also was like, well, maybe we shouldn't saturate it with all this you know, yeah, cannabis related information. But it's so interesting. Exactly. So that's where this idea of Utah in the weeds came in and having somebody like Tim, who is a QMP, who mm-hmm. is knowledgeable he really, he's with a cannabis as, as, as medicine, he yeah. really knows it. I think we make a good pair in that way. Cause sometimes some of the, I mean, we've recorded like 11 episodes. Uh, the coronavirus has kind of put a little damper into things. Uh, some of the episodes, I just kind of sit back and listen and absorb all this knowledge that he's spewing, right? And that alone is just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, some of them I can get a little more chatty, you know? So I'm having a blast doing it. I would, I would, Hopefully it keeps going. Yeah. No, I love it. I think it's so, like, I love that you have something, I don't know, you know, it's always nice to have something that re-energizes you creatively. And I feel like that's what this has been for you. I love podcasts. I would love to do five more podcasts if I could. Oh, totally. You know, half the battle of a podcast is finding time to edit it, finding time to, you know, come up with more content, finding people to interview, finding topics to talk about. Kindergarten. Holla. Kindergarten. <laughs> yeah. When Lucy gets into kindergarten, you'll have more time. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Hopefully. Well, I thought, what, we're not sending her to preschool? Oh, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> Let's send her to- We'll talk about that off mic. No, I'm eager to see- I'm eager to see what happens with schools here in the mm-hmm. next, uh, with going back to school. I'm just know, eager to, you know, I see all these parents online, oh, I'm going to homeschool, I'm going to homeschool and, and all this and that. And I'm like, oh gosh, 
gosh, don't homeschool. <laughs> don't, don't homeschool. I you was, have a unique history. I was homeschooled my you, entire life. It there's was, like a there's like a a pre millennium and a post millennium. Not millennium. What's the group? Gen Z. Oh, Gen Z, Gen X. Yeah, yeah there's yeah, like yeah, a. Yeah. Like a pre-Gen X and a post-Gen X homeschooling yeah. style. And you were the pre. Well, I think I think my problem with, with homeschooling, I mean, I think in theory homeschooling could be great, right? Like it's it's probably great to have a kid stay home and focus even more on where their talents are. And because I, I think that's right. probably one of the biggest problems with public schools is a lot of times I think kids get overlooked. It's very right? cookie cutter. And then kids that are actually super intelligent drop out of school because nobody is challenging them or teaching them the way that they learn the best. Exactly. Yeah. So my homeschooling from what I remember was studying a lot of the Bible Mm -hmm. and a lot of the, at that time, the book of Mormon. And I just think you need to focus on other things too. I do have to tell you though, you once told me that you had to read a book on Noah's Ark and do like a book report on it, like like historical, like they thought they found it or something. Yeah. Yeah. And when you told me that, I'm like, take me to that homeschool. That is so cool because I just, you know, I I like that weird historical aspect of things. It, It is. If you can go at it that way, Right, right. But you, like, were, you were getting taught from from a, a more, more biblical side, right. and, and you know I don't want to really get into a lot of religion and stuff right, right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it just like I think that stuff is great to learn, right? right? Like if I think if if a parent wants to teach it to a kid, but I think that's why school is important because I think that you know to learn an education and to learn. There's a spectrum of things you need to learn. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, and I, I I agree that there's a lot of stuff in that you don't need to use. I mean, I agree there's a lot of stuff that's outdated, and I agree this and that, but I I just think. I don't know. So I get it, you know, and every situation's different any you know, but I am really curious too. I mean What are you curious about? How this what schools will do oh, to, yeah, to yeah, start yeah. back up. Yeah, well, you know, I saw some pictures online and I, I don't know. People are like, eh, this is and I'm like, eh, I don't know, is this weird? I don't know. Anyway. I don't know either. It's so confused. I'm so confused. I've just so. given up on trying to understand anything at any point right now. You know, I know we we talk about Eating out at restaurants. Mm-hmm. What are you really craving these days? Like, what are you really just jonesing for? Because I'll, 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 I'll share what oh, I'm... Oh, okay. Seafood. I'm craving seafood like you would not believe. Really? Seafood? Like, you know, crab legs. I made you get me crab legs oh, okay. for our anniversary. Okay. Where so would you get crab them? legs? Like down at Market Street down there? Sure. I don't even care where they come from. They're right around the corner from your work, aren't they? Yeah, they're like right across the street. Do yeah. You, do you get stuff delivered? I wish. I should. I admit I have looked it up before, like when I'm at work eating lunch, but then I'm like, no, 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 that like, you're not going to order a crab leg dinner to lunch at work. That's insane. I could just picture you (laughs) all spread out. (laughs) You know, I would do it though. Yeah. Market Street. No. So that's good. Yeah. 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 How about you? Well, you don't, you don't have cravings. We already discussed it. (laughs) And the problem is, is. Right now, since I'm eating such a boring diet, I'm really not like, there's not like necessarily any place that I would love to go out to eat. And I know that Makes sounds sense. pretty sad, but you know what? I, if, if I was, I really liked Lucky 13 a lot oh, and man, yeah. their salads. If I was just going to 
If that was if that was like the last meal, yeah, like you're on death row. Well, no, no, no. If I'm on death row, I, I don't care if I'm gonna have stomach pain. I, I could I could have all the stomach. Like if this okay, is, if this that's is a solid. Point. If this that's is solid. gonna be my last meal, Chrissy. Okay, this is a completely okay, different thing. Eat everything. No, well, no. Yeah, I'm gonna have a big thing of ice cream. Excellent. I'm gonna probably have like yeah, I probably still would have like Lucky Thirteen, but I would have a burger. But I, I'd get a bun. Right, you know that thing. Oh, just, you know that like the real. Just, okay, uh, what uh, burger? Okay. What burger would you? Well, get? I would get the uh, the peanut butter burger. Oh man, because that's the peanut a good butter. Burger. I really miss the peanut butter burger. I think that's an excellent <laughs> choice. But I would eat it, and then I think I, w- I would ask for a cigarette. I would have a cigarette right before, but right before you die, <laughs> right before you die. I know that, that sounds. Is, no, that's actually perfect. I know that I sounds love it. so bad. No, it doesn't. It sounds amazing. I'm I'm on board. I'm in. I'll probably be in jail with you or whatever, so I'm on board. You order the last meal. We'll, oh, we'll do great. Oh, man. No, this is this is fun. This what, was, man, what? I was, oh, I was, I, th- that made me think of, like, I just have a, these random questions because of what you're yeah. telling me. So, okay, okay. So that would be your last meal. Yeah. What would your last words be? Delete my browsing history. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But really, but really. Uh, my last words. Gosh, I don't know. Uh, That's a tough one, huh? I don't know what mine would be either. Yeah. I there uh, yeah, I have lots of fun stories for you that I won't bore you with now, but some people have said some Maybe funny on a, maybe stuff. on another episode I'll be yeah. able to share what my last there you words go. are. Let's think about it. We'll think about it. Put a pin in it. We'll be back. Okay. If someone gave you a $2000 gift card for a tattoo, what's the first thing you would get? Oh wow. Gosh, I you know, okay. I was so prepared for this podcast. I felt like I studied it. Like I'm like <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, what is Chrissy going to ask? Cause, cause I didn't, I was like, all right, she's going to try to ask me stuff that's at, we ask on the podcast, but I did not expect you to ask me this one. No, so I, I'm I, like F you convention. So here's the problem with me and tattoos, right? I love tattoos. Mm-hmm. I love tattoos on me. I love tattoos on other people, but I've never really been the type that like had my body all mapped out. Right. Right. Like I know so many people, they, they could tell you. Their complete body. Oh, on this arm, I'm going to do a full sleeve of pirates. And on this arm, I'm going to do a full sleeve of, uh, you know, the circus. And on this, you know, leg, you know, they have their whole body figured out. Oh, yeah. Which I I get because that's what I'm like. I don't. So, like, why? Uh, I I don't know. What is it, do you think? I don't know. Huh. I think it's maybe because it's like. You're open to new possibilities at any time. I don't know. I don't know if it's a money thing or if it's a, if it's an, I just, I just don't want to think about it very much. Right. To me. So like, to me, it's like one of those things that like, if I get an opportunity, mm-hmm. then I'll go get a tattoo. Like I got this really cool tattoo for my birthday. Yeah. You know what I think? And you know what I think? And I just realized this. I think you look at it as you want to go in and have an artist express themselves on you. You know what I mean? And a lot of people want to map it out and everything because they want it to be their artistic expression. They're just paying someone to express their artistic vision. Yeah, maybe. You know? Maybe that's it. And I also know that they're that. not cheap. And so I also know that like I have so many things that I want otherwise. <laughs> and so I'm, that. I'm just like, well, okay. You know, I mean, I'm, I, I love that tattoo, but I'd also love this, you know, uh, something else. You know, Nice plus steak. It, plus it would be nice to you know, be able to feed my kids. You know? Yeah, that's helpful. 
It's smiled upon but, in the culture. Okay, so but what would I get? Your question. Yeah, I right? mean, let's say you get it. Yeah, a gift card. What would you? Get? I Where used, would you get it? I used to always think that it would be fun to to do like a legs like a leg. What do they call them? Leg sleeves. I think you know when people do their complete leg. I guess. Uh, Why don't they call it a pant? Maybe, maybe a pant. <laughs> Uh, I always thought that would be fun to do uh, like a circusy themed type thing because I do love the circus and clowns. On and all paper, that. you are my nightmare husband. <laughs> <laughs> I know, like a clown themed like no, okay, no, 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 clown circus. Circus. There would be well, some elephants and giraffes the in there. No, yeah, there yeah. Would, why am I your nightmare no, husband? I'm just teasing. You're absolutely perfect. I'm saying like if you had told me when I was five. That I would marry a man who wanted, who would have a, a carnival tattoo. I'm not getting it. I know I you're not. I know it. you're not. I, Let's cut this out. I'm I, sorry. No, I'm not, just teasing. No, we're not cutting this out. <laughs> this is staying in the podcast. I didn't mean it as a slam. I meant no, it as like I know. I'm a playing. hilarious irony. And I am on board. Please continue. No. So uh, that that's what I've thought about. But it's hard because I have tattoos on you know, every, both legs and both arms. So mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like they're both kind of taken up and it's like, would that ruin anything if I did a theme? I don't know. I need, yeah, to, or I need to go talk to some, what some you tattoo artists and stuff For and sure. figure it out. But. You really do. It's my, it's my birthday wish. It's your birthday wish. That you go get a new tattoo. Oh, geez. Well, or you're, no, you're, at least decide you're, to. You're supposed to get a birthday tattoo. But that's my birthday present. It doesn't matter. It is done. So I have said. Okay, okay. I have an awesome question. I'm so excited. I have these really weird questions for you. If you were God, what songs would you be playing in heaven and what songs would you be playing in hell? If I was, so like if I was like the devil in hell, what songs would I be playing? Yeah, like if you wanted to torture people, what music would you torture them with? Oh, okay. So this is torture music. Well, hell and then heaven. So what's heavenly music and what is the worst music? Heaven, heaven, I think would probably. I know this is going to sound ridiculous, but I bet you in like heaven, they listen to a lot of like, just like really like classic rock. Cause it's all just like, just, just cause that's or like elevator music. No, I, well, I love classic rock. So <laughs> oh, probably, sorry, probably yeah. because I, I just imagine it full of old people up there. Right. Yeah. But, uh, old people. <laughs> Like people our age or something. No, uh, in hell though. I, well, my first thing was Guns N' Roses. Like, welcome to the jungle. But that's yeah, like awesome. I'll, I'll never sing again. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but you, Kenny G probably. Oh Kenny, my gosh. Kenny G in, yes. in hell. Oh my gosh. That's Do you know my, uh, my older brother, Rob, uh-huh. he went to go see Kenny G one time. Did he really? In California. Did, was so it fun. like ironically? And I don't know. I probably shouldn't talk about him on this podcast, but no, he, well, that, no, that was <laughs> just. merchandise. Visit a location near you. That was just, uh, one of the things that he did. He's, he was always going to music. He went to a lot of music So like, things, you yeah. know, he'd go to a lot of punk rock shows and then one time he went to Kenny G. I'm like, That's, That's so hilarious. Weirdo. You know what? I, and I, uh, you know, John Mulaney, have you ever heard the John Mulaney sketch where he talks about how they like played what's new pussycat on loop for like hours and hours and hours oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) i was like that's probably what hell is yeah no john mulaney's great (laughs) yeah saxophone would be worse much worse all right if you had a magic box that could bring back any inanimate object that you've lost in your life what would you bring back now, one object or multiple object? Can I bring multiple? So wait, this hmm. is say the question you know, again. Okay, if okay. No, if I'm you, not going to read way too much. I'm <laughs> reading. No, no, no. no dude, no, because this is interesting. Uh, if you had a magic box that could bring back any inanimate object that you've lost in your life, what would you bring back? I would say you can bring back multiples if 
it's like a collection, like Pokemon cards, right? What if yeah. you had a binder full of Pokemon cards? Well, see, that's tough because I had some baseball cards as a kid that would be worth some cash right now, like serious cash, garbage pail kids, baseball cards, which is weird because I grew up in such a religious home, right? Mm -hmm. Like I felt like it was such a religious home and like I have memories of not being able to celebrate Halloween and then I have like memories of celebrating Halloween. Yeah, like dressing up. I don't get it. So. If I could bring back any, oh, wow, that's it. That's probably, probably some of the mixtapes that I used to make like in my twenties, just Ooh, because, yeah. because I think, especially in your twenties, right? Like I feel like I'm still trying to find myself. Mm-hmm. Imagine like in your twenties, right? So you think you're in love and you think you know how to feel emotion and you think you can just know, you think you could take the world on. Yeah, totally. You're an adult now, damn it. And so you feel like you need to express that through music. You're like, my music is my, my mood, right? So I'm going to make this mixtape to describe how I feel today. Express myself through a mixtape. That's true. It's true. I used to spend hours like in the evening. I mean, talk about what you would do. I mean, we talk about this, like, Mm -hmm. All the hours you've spent on Facebook nowadays, right? Oh, like, right. What did we do like in the 90s or even early 2000s was like we would sit with our record player and make mixtapes with our punk rock records and you would want the, each song to lead into each other and yeah. you wanted to tell a story. Right. It, it would have to tell a story. Yeah, true. Do you think it's a it's a better use of time or a worse use of time nowadays? No, I think probably it was better because I think people knew how to spend more time with their themselves. True. I think True. people nowadays are so afraid of spending time by themselves. Boredom's almost like a something you need a pill for. Yeah, they're just like, yeah. oh, people can't know I'm by myself. People can, you know. But think about it. Twenty years ago, that we didn't have the internet like we have today. Yeah, it's true, and you can you can always distract yourself. You can always do that and. Never take the time that you we had when we were growing up to like. We did this to ourselves, our you guys. We totally did. So, and we'd do it to ourselves again. What was the question? Uh oh, and oh yeah. <laughs> but I enjoyed the tangent. If you had a magic box that could bring back any and oh my so mixtapes, my like your some, mix of, tapes. some of my mixtapes, right? I was just really enjoying the story. Yeah. Oh man! All right, I love it. Mixtapes, yes. All right, here we go. If there was a world catastrophe and only a few people survived, what's your special skill to help rebuild the world? This this sounds silly, but this might happen. So yeah, no, my special plan. skill to to, to uh, help rebuild the world, society, birthday you know? party clown shows, right? <laughs> like we could. You know what? That's fair because art gets people through hard times. Yeah, man. Yep. People, I'm sorry, I keep bringing up this clown stuff, Chrissy. I know you hate clowns. I actually don't hate them anymore. I just I think it's hilarious to talk about it because I was so scared of them. But continue. But if I was a clown, it means I'd have to shave my beard off. So that's why you. I've stayed away from clowndom. 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 <laughs> oh, the kingdom of clowndom. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, that I like that because honestly, if we don't have entertainers, I mean, that's like SNL and Comedy Central. They 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 help us objectively look at things or like distract ourselves. And you know what I mean? Like, like I think a clown does. Well, we need, thing. we need entertainment. That's, that's think, actually why clowns were designed. Think about it right now. We don't have, we can't go to see live music. Mm-hmm. We can't, I mean, even, even down at wise guys, he's got it. 
fenced off. So only so many people, yeah. I mean, he can't, I mean, none of these places, how are they going to afford to be able to do it without jacking prices up? It's true. It's so it's kind of scary. I mean, we, but we need that entertainment, but we also need to, it's like, gosh, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. No, totally. I, yeah, I, I like it. I like it. Let's do a couple more questions here. What do you got there? Let's do some All more. right. This is an important one. In the first few seconds, are you hoping it's ice, ice, baby or under pressure? Ice, ice, baby. Me too. I was so scared that I was going to be, be the one who's no, like, mm, ice, I love, ice, baby. I love Queen, right? Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. I love, oh my gosh. They're Freddie, wonderful. They're, Queen is a wonderful band. Mm-hmm. But there is something about when that st- song starts on the radio, do, 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 you know, and then yep. you're, you're just, you're just like, okay. You're waiting for and a beat. You, 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 you pause for a second, you hold your breath and then you're like, ah, oh, man. <laughs> oh. and then you, It's true because you're hyping your body up yeah. to like start moving. Yeah. yeah you yeah, just, yeah. no, 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 no. That's, that's gross. <gasps> a million percent. Oh, that's fantastic. Okay. If a movie were made about your life, who would play you? I've thought about this. Have I've you thought really? about who? I was trying to think about who I would pick for you. Now, granted, there's people. I mean, Tom Hanks, Ob. <laughs> <laughs> Just needs to grow a beard. He's no, I, I've, I've thought about this and I'm like, who can play me? You know, you know who I really think could play me well? Somebody like Robin Williams. Right. He was so expressive with emotions. Yes. Outwardly expressive. And And I feel I feel he could I feel he could play me very well. I actually think that's a very valid thing. Like you when I watch you even rehearse for stuff, I'm like, how does he do that? Because you're just on point. It's pretty impressive. So, yeah, Robin. I like it. Robin Williams. Excellent. All right, Chris, here's the big one. If someone was visiting the Salt Lake City area for just a weekend. What would you tell them to do or check out? Let's say pre-COVID. So, I mean, this happens a lot. Well, a lot. I mean, it's happened a handful of times. And I love giving people a tour oh, yeah. of, of the area, right? Like it's one of those things that I like to show the area off a little bit. A lot of it depends on the type of person that they are. You know, are they a type of person that likes to drink? Are they a person that doesn't drink? Are they old? Are they young? Because you know? we have something for everyone. Well, and there's some places you can get into if you're under 21 or, you know, only oh, if you're yeah. over 21. Restaurant bars and but stuff. But I love to take people, you know, whether it's a drive or a walk through downtown. and Because I, I like to I like to show people, like, I know Salt Lake City, in my eyes, we're still small, right? Like, oh, yeah. We're still yeah, we very are. tiny. We're a very small city. And I, I mean, I've watched Salt Lake City grow over the years. I've watched it expand. You know, I've seen, you know, I-15 with two lanes and I've watched it expand. I like to show Salt Lake City off a little bit. Like, hey, look, at we're, we're growing. We're, we're like a normal city. And so- We have big kids stuff. So too. I'll drive people around downtown or mm-hmm. uh, walk around downtown. If we walk around downtown, I like to like go second, uh, what is that? Second East, second South, right there in Bar X. And oh, then, yeah. you know, show some of the street art downtown. You know, it's a fun little alley down there by, well, it used to be the Moroccan. I'm sure people listening might remember the Moroccan from years ago. Uh, it's the- uh, the gosh, what's the, the art place back there? Anyway, uh, there's some fun art there. You know, walk around and then depending, I mean, on the time of day, maybe take them into Ken Sanders. That's always a fun place, oh, right? Yeah. Any of the places on Broadway there, get some coffee, take them over to the library. Library is beautiful. And then you can walk yeah. up to the top of the, take the elevator and walk up to the top of the library, get a pretty cool view right up there in 400 South. Totally. Uh, plus see the beehives up I there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
And then, you know, depending on the season, if it's, if it's like fall, you know, you can drive up through Park City and up, up through some of the canyons up there and see, see a lot of the leaves. Or of course, if it's snowy, you know, people want to see snow. I'm not a big fan of the snow, but people that visit Utah tend to like to see the snow. They some, they come here for um, it or something. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just, I, I'm a big fan of buildings and city life and that kind of stuff. So that's the type of stuff I would show off. Yeah, no, I love that because I would do the same. So I'd want to tag along with you. Well, you can. Oh, thank you so much. I'll ride in the back. Guest gets in the front. But uh, if you could change one or two things about Salt Lake City, what would you change? You know, through the years, I've asked this question on the podcast. And my first thing is, is, is I tend to have like a list like, oh, I want to change all this stuff. But honestly, I like people's answers of I would leave Salt Lake the way it is. I mean, I think if I could, like if you, if, if you, if I could change, I would probably like legalize cannabis, legalize marijuana for everybody to have yeah. recreational use. Yeah, yeah. But if we're just real here, I'm fine with Salt Lake City the way it is. I think Salt Lake City is a great city. I think mm-hmm. the charm is what makes it what it is. I'm, I'm afraid that if we do grow too fast, then it, we won't have that charm. Right. Uh, Get but, rid of all the old history and stuff. It, yeah. It's so it's hard for me because I love growth. But I don't want to lose that charm. Right. And so I think we need to find a happy medium of it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully even people up at, up at the Capitol realize that when they're making the laws where it's like, hey, you know what? We can pay our respects to the history of the state. I realize that there's a lot of you know, Mormon history here and there's a lot of that. And I realize that that's a lot of what the state was built on. But mm-hmm. they also have to realize that they need to give adults the free choice. Right. If right. they want to have consume alcohol. Utah was founded and that's great, yeah. but this is now, but I'm grateful. Yeah. I mean, we have, we have liquor stores and we have good bars. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, I mean, I mean it could I be worse. Complain. It could be worse. And other, other States don't even have that. Maybe. I well, don't know. Exactly. We're not the only ones. We're just the easier ones to poke fun at. Exactly. Is what I think. Exactly. <laughs> so obviously pre, uh, let's say pre. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm like mm, pre uh, COVID or pre carnivore or pre keto or pre-gluten-free. So I'm going to go with pre-gluten-free time. Oh, I don't even remember time. Like, oh, like really? for eating? Yeah, mean? for food. For food. Well, like my favorite meal, just regular meal was like lasagna, right? Like I love lasagna, Aww, but I mean, huh? back in the day it was lasagna. I haven't had a lasagna forever. No, for sure. But I, um, I was just thinking, I want you to recommend some eating spots. Well, the, uh, eating spots. Okay. I mean, so I I'm could, curious about which. I could definitely recommend know. eating spots. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've eaten, for different uh, levels of diets. Yeah. I mean, Spitz was always a great place to uh-huh. eat right there on Broadway. I always enjoyed Spitz, especially, you know, gluten-free. I always could find gluten-free options there. Uh, Lucky 13, I mentioned them. Oh, yeah. Never could get enough Lucky 13. They make good salads, good burgers. They're good bacon. Uh, just everything all around. Good atmosphere, oh, yeah. good waiters. Shout out to Rob over there. Go listen to his episode of the podcast. But you know this sounds bad. They're big cha- five guys, burgers and fries. I love the five guys. Yeah. But, they're uh, good. They're good. <laughs> well, no. And then I'm trying to think here. Pre, uh, gosh. You need any of the like Albertos or, or oh, Betos. Right. I love the Albertos there on 600 South. Rancheritos. Oh, man, Rancheritos. <sighs> Albertos is the best. Yeah. So yeah. Any, any of those. Um, a Zest. I loved Zest right there on Broadway during, you know, lived right around the corner from there. Oh, Ate yeah. a lot of their uh, food <clears throat> right there on Zest. Squatters, really good. Go check out Squatters. I love it. And I love all those spots. And I love you. <laughs> Just in case anybody was wondering. 
So before we completely wrap up this episode and turn off the recorder, is there anything that you were hoping we'd talk about that I did not touch on? I'm sure once we hit the off button, I'll think of like five things that I want to say, but off the top of my head, I really can't think of anything that I'm like pressing that I want to say. Basically what I want to say is I really enjoyed doing last week's episode with you. I enjoyed recording this episode with you. Me too. They were really fun. Um, Hopefully our listeners enjoyed it. I felt like this was a perfect opportunity, like I said, to do something like this. So hopefully it was fun. I mean, there's so much more to you and I, I know that. And and we could just share such a, a tiny bit of it on this podcast. I think the biggest thing to tell that I, that I just wanted to share uh, a couple pieces about me and let you guys know that I'm a real person too. I love that because it's true. And I'm not letting you get away without leaving a piece of life advice or a motto for our listeners. I think the life advice that I would uh, give is kind of back to what I was talking about in the very beginning of this is create a morning routine because mm-hmm. that's going to be the foundation of your entire life is how you start uh, your morning. Hint, and, Chrissy, hint. And uh, there's actually a really good podcast that I'm going to recommend. I always got a good yeah, podcast. Yeah, no, I love it. That I'm going to recommend. Uh, and I, it's been really cool. I totally want to back up your statement. Morning routine. I don't do it myself, but it has been awesome to watch. There is a, a podcast I listen to called Achieve Your Goals with Hal Elrod. And he talks about, I mean, it's basically the whole podcast uh, is talking about a lot of goal setting and creating morning routines and just living the best life that you got to basically be able to do. The That's rad. Best. Is it all about that or is it like? From what I've listened to, huh. I mean, he talks to a lot of um, interviews. Uh, he wrote a book and just go listen to it. Just yeah, no, I love it. that. That's awesome. But uh, I love you guys. I love I Am Salt Lake Podcast. I love doing this podcast. I'd like to do more of this. Absolutely. Uh, Me too. If listeners ever have questions for Chrissy and I, send them in. Maybe if we get a bunch of questions and we'll start doing more podcasts like this. Yeah, which would be really fun because sometimes it's just nice to talk. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, anyway. Thanks, Chris. I really, really appreciate you letting me nervously ask you questions, <laughs> even though, you know, I talk to you all the time. It's still weird behind a microphone, you know, <laughs> and thanks to the listeners for being patient with me. All right, Chris, thank you so much for chatting with me and making this podcast available for everyone with me. I love getting to chat with you in a form like this because I get to learn a little bit more about you with everyone else. If you guys love this episode and you want to learn more about it, you can always go visit it on our website at IamSaltLake.com slash 435. That's for episode 435. All right. It's the first episode of the month. You know what that means? It is time to uh, talk about our Patreon supporters. Go down the list and read them and give them some love. Uh, Tell them thank you. We got some great supporters. Three Irons SLC, Alex Santi, Brandon Hill, Brett A. Schmidt, Brittany Hemingway, Christopher A. Heiser, and then we got uh, Margaret over at Dirt in Your Skirt Podcast, Eric Tamaro at the uh, Mediocre Show. Jay Chambers, Jeff Hadfield, John Miller, Mark Copeland, Michelle Stevens-Williams, Nick Naylor, Nicole Davison, Nikki Line, Sana, Tim Haran, and Todd Bjorkland. What a heck of a list of Patreon supporters. Hey, let's get your name on there next, though. IamSaltLake.com uh, slash 435 for this episode. You can scroll down to the links. There's a Patreon uh, supporters link on how to support this episode or how to support the podcast, or just go to patreon.com slash I am Salt Lake. B 
become a supporter. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to me uh, yammer on and <laughs> on this on this podcast. So much fun. It's always fun. And if you want to listen to more or want to access any of the previous episodes, you can always visit our entire back catalog on the I Am Salt Lake podcast website. I am saltlake.com. Super simple. I'm sure there's an episode that you haven't heard yet. And there's probably an episode that you haven't shared with a friend or family member yet. So do it. You all have a great week. Get out and enjoy Salt Lake City if you can. Support local. And we'll see you next week on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. And good night, Grammy.